Hello, I'm Jim White and welcome to It's 2020, a special festive edition of It's Friday. This is your arts and culture guide to the whole year ahead. Coming up, we'll be discussing the best in films, music and television to look forward to in the new year. And frankly, what you really should avoid. We'll be talking a brand new Bond. Why would I betray you? We all have our secrets. Looking forward to the return of some of the biggest names in music. And finding out which new names you might find yourself listening to in 2020. Plus looking ahead to the best the small screen will have to offer. Hey, hey! Flowers, balloons, Larry David, what could be better? Joining me to pick through what we can look forward to in the year ahead are the Daily Mail's television critic Claudia Connell, movie critic Brian Viner and music critic Adrian Thrills. An A-list of uh, critics in the Daily Mail's podcast studio. I am joined by Claudia Connell, the Daily Mail's television critic. Hello. Hello. Adrian Thrills, the um, music critic of the Daily Mail. Hello. And by Brian Viner, the movie critic. Hello. And, and we are going to talk about what to expect, what we can look forward to in 2020. Brian. You haven't seen any of these films, but what's the one that is really setting your pulse racing for 2020? It's the 25th Bond film. We've read so much about it. Danny Boyle was attached to it for a while as director, and then he, they cited creative differences between him and the producers. So uh, he fell off it, and now it's a guy called Kerry Fukunaga, who's a very good director. And, of course, it's Daniel Craig's swan song. Name? Bond. James Bond. So you're not dead? Hello, Q. I've missed you. He's the most valuable asset this country has. And the trailer looks great, so yeah, I'm really they, they sort to of, they, they, they did a trailer of the trailer, so yeah. the hype has already the started. The hype is incredible, yeah. The iconic British hero. Um, the film opens here before it does in the States, oh. by about, only by about five days. And when is it? When is it? When, when, Beginning when? of April. April the 3rd. Um, I, I noticed from the trailer, it gets more Bourne identity every time. Those kind of big set-piece special effects thing. There's one of him uh, in the trailer of him sort of leaping over a wall um, on a motorbike, and it's filled with people on the other side. It all looks very it exciting. Looks, yeah, it looks great. Why would I betray you? We all have our secrets. We just didn't get to yours yet. Fantastic. You know, who wouldn't love that kind of stuff? It's, it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And are you up for the part for taking over? Of course. Yeah, yeah. I've, You're I've, still, uh, I've still available? My, I've, I've thrown my hat into the ring. Odd job-like. Yeah, but I think it'll come straight back at me. Adrian, what should we be looking forward to music-wise? Well, the one big album that's already been announced, a lot of stuff isn't on the schedule yet, but the one that we do know is coming in the spring is the new studio album by The Killers. And it should be an interesting one because I think The Killers, over the last couple of years, great live band. They've, they've lost a guitarist and a bassist who have kind of taken a sabbatical, so it's down to a core, really, of Brandon Flowers, the singer, and Ronnie Venucci, the drummer. 
and it's become slightly more of a solo vehicle for Brandon. And he's he's a brilliant showman, great songwriter. I'd just be very interested to see see what it's like because the the last one was it's you know a good record, wonderful, wonderful. It was pretty much in that kind of dance rock vein that they they pioneered. But they did release a standalone single last year called Land of the Free. It's a brilliant kind of gospel-y state of the nation addressed to America, taking things like gun crime and the border wall and everything, which is very unlike The Killers, the most apolitical band in the world. And they did this really kind of moving song just talking about... Um, their view of events and it had a really nice gospel feel so I wonder would the new album be like that I don't know they headlined Glastonbury last year and they didn't even play that song they just played all the hits so it'd be interesting to see what they they come up with uh, Claudia television wise what should we be looking forward to um, the, the one I've chosen is is Quiz which is going to be a three part drama on ITV um, and this is the story of the the infamous coughing major on, <coughs> yes, me, yeah. on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and it's, it's a great cast. Um, Michael Sheen is playing Chris Tarrant. Um, he's a brilliant he's mimic, brilliant. Michael Sheen, yeah, isn't he? he? Was on Remember a, his Brian Clough yeah, um, in, in The Damned United. The Damned yeah. United, yeah. He was on a panel show recently, actually, and he was asked to do his Chris Tarrant impression. And was he good? It was, pr- it was amazing. You shut your eyes, you would think it was him. It's incredible. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work out what Chris Tarrant sounds like, actually. Can, I, can Adrian... Chris Tarrant yeah, Chris impression. No, uh... You've just won one million pounds. You are one of the most amazing contestants I've ever had on the show. One million pounds. Can you believe it? directed by Stephen Frears as well and it's got Matthew McFadden is playing uh, Charles Ingram and it's just it's just it's such a great story and I before coming in last night I rewatched. there's a you you can watch Charles Ingram's appearance on YouTube is it really obvious when yeah. you when oh, you go back and watch it with hindsight you think oh it's so obvious that they're cheating especially because he's he really wasn't that bright so <laughs> the, the the ploy was obviously like he'll get himself to about 32,000 and then we'll kick in with the cheat but he's he's so dim he couldn't even get himself there so they had to start coughing really early on and then it became really obvious what was happening uh, yeah. what, what happened to him I can't work oh, um, d- d- spoiler alert what happened to him um, he and his wife and the other person in the audience they were prosecuted and found guilty and I think they got suspended sentences uh, and when is that on there's no date and they actually only finished filming at the end of November so I think this one is going to be later in the year Now it's time for a deeper dive into the year ahead, where our critics ignore the hype and tell us what they really think about the year's upcoming releases. First up, Daily Mail film critic Mr Brian Viner. What other big films can we expect in 2020, Brian? I'm rather looking forward to to seeing what they make of Doolittle. uh, You remember Dr Doolittle, the uh, Rex Harrison film back in the 60s, sort of about 67, which was an incredible flop. Uh, nearly broke Fox, the studio, um, nearly bankrupted them. So, But they have poured money into a, a remake. Uh, not exactly a remake, but it's a slightly different take on the story. Are you Dr. Doolittle? We have no choice but to embark on this perilous journey. Everyone pack your bags! <laughs> you can talk to animals. It's okay to be scared. 
Uh, they've got Robert Downey Jr. playing Doctor Doolittle. It's set in Victorian England. It's you know, and they've got a great cast, good voice cast. They've got Rami Malek. Uh, who pops up as the villain in the Bond film, actually. So it's a big year for him. Uh, whether he'll be as scary in that as he was uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody as, as Freddie Mercury with those teeth, I don't <laughs> know. The... But, uh, yeah, yeah, they're terrifying, most terrifying dentures of the year or the last decade, probably. But uh, So I'm looking forward to that. I think uh, that, that should be interesting, just to, if only to see whether it's as big a disaster as the first one. I'm sure it won't be. Um, and Top Gun is back. Oh, Tom of course, Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, making a sequel. The geriatric Th- fighter pilot. 33 years or something, is And it? he's still it's a fighter pilot. Still That's a fighter pilot, yeah, isn't but it? a veteran fighter pilot this time. But, yeah, he's still um, unbelievably, yeah. You should be at least a two-star admiral by now. Yet here you are. Captain. Why is that? It's one of life's mysteries, sir. So, um, yeah, the Top And who Gun are they sequel. fighting? Who are they fighting this oh, time? Oh, each other? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We don't, don't know, know. We, yeah. don't, we don't know too much about it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's also a very good... Um, one of the few films that I have seen is the film of David Copperfield. What are you doing? Medicine. Reviving you. This is salad dressing. Is it? <clears throat> Thank you. Um, Sorry, what was your name? Copperfield. 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 This is Crockwood Trosserfield. David Copperfield. Which is um, is that the which Armando has Dev Patel, Armando yeah. Iannucci wrote and directed it. Uh, I have seen this. Uh, it comes out quite soon, January actually, and it's it's great fun. It's great fun, and he sort of tells the story of David Copperfield, um, but he can't. It, it's all very much set in Victorian times, but into it looks very Dickensian. But it has a sort of multi-ethnic cast, and he's kind of made it look a little bit like London today in that respect. So, um, and it's great fun. It's very funny, um, and it's he's done a really terrific job. And Adrian Thrills, the Daily Mail's music critic. What else is uh, tickling your fancy for 2020? Well, as always, it's been the case over the last couple of years, the, the return of the dinosaurs of rock, you know, the, those, the old rockers who refused to die. So uh, we've got Aerosmith are touring along with Guns N' Roses. The Eagles are going to play the Hotel California album in its entirety over two nights at... Um, at Wembley Stadium in the summer. Queen, with um, talking about Bohemian Rhapsody, Queen with Adam Lambert are doing a run of something like two or three weeks at the O2 Arena next year. And the... So that's everyone else, and he's in the Freddie Mercury role. So is Adam he? Lambert... I mean, d- with... does he kind of do an impression of uh, Freddie is, Mercury? He's absolutely fantastic. I saw Queen... With, with Freddie, obviously, which is just, you know, unimpeachable. And then saw them with Paul Rogers, who was a great blues singer, but was totally unsuited to being the front man of Queen. And then Adam, he's got an f- incredible voice. He has all the showmanship. He's not Freddie. He doesn't try to be Freddie. He, he brings his own stamp to it. But he is, he is a fabulous showman, and... He, he, he really brings something else to it, and they, that will be an interesting show. Are the bands uh, that, that have come through since going to have that longevity as well, or is it only those old 70s bands well, that keep going? When you say bands, there actually, actually aren't that many bands these days in terms of the new acts coming through. It tends to be far more focused on solo singers. I'm sure the likes of Ed Sheeran, Taylor Swift, Adele will, um, will very much be around in 20 years. Hello, it's me. 
There was an interesting one, of course, because in the light of her, her recent divorce, uh, we just wonder, is there is kind of 30 or 31 or 32 or whatever she's going to call it, is that going to be another great breakup album? I mean, there's, there's, there's talk that it is coming sometime this year, so that would be very interesting to see. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's people who will be going to be around in, in years to come, but there are also, as always, there's, there's new acts on the rise as well. And there's a, there's a singer called Celeste from Brighton who... She's this year's winner of the what used to be called the Critics' Choice. It's now called the Rising Star Award. That's the award that um, Ellie Goulding, Florence Welsh, Adele, kind of all used as a kind of springboard to stardom. She's a kind of very, very talented young British soul singer. And a couple of bands that I might just mention. There's one very chaotic, classic old kind of. English rock band called Sports Team. They're kind of in the vein of the fall of the Arctic Monkeys. And a four-piece band from Dublin called Inhaler. Slightly odd name. Uh, but their <laughs> singer is a young gentleman called Elijah Hewson, whose dad is Paul Hewson, ah, otherwise oh, known Bono. as Bono. Bono. So, uh, be interesting that to is, see. That is heritage. There's a few big pop tours. Um, the Billie Eilish one in July, Lana Del Rey in the spring. Madonna is bringing her Madame X show to London in January. She's doing 15 nights at the London Palladium. The Madame X album was it was a bit of a departure for her. She's, she's kind of tended to follow trends rather than lead them over the last couple of years. But this, this was a record very much informed by her, the fact she now lives in Lisbon, in Portugal, so it brought in Latin references, a bit of fado. Um, I'm sure it'll be very theatrical. There's bound to be some controversy. There always is with Madonna. So that's, that's at the Palladium in January. It'll be very interesting to see. Then, of course, in the summer, we've got the festivals, BST and Hyde Park, Taylor Swift, Little Mix and Pearl Jam. And, of course, Glastonbury, Taylor Swift again. McCartney and Diana Ross, they're the three big names announced so far. It's the 50th anniversary or the 50th year mark since they had the first one, so that'd be interesting. Paul McCartney was probably at that one, wasn't he? He probably may well have been. (laughs) Now, the last of this week's hits and misses. This time, what's coming up on television with Claudia Connell, the Daily Mail's TV critic. Claudia, apart from coughing majors, what have we got to look forward to on telly? Well, I mean, we've got lots of old favourites coming back at the beginning of year. You've got Call the Midwife back, Silent Witness is back, and we know that Piggy Blinders, Killing Eve, Cold Feet, Doctor Who are all coming back. Something's coming for me. I can feel it. Let it come. Because we're your mates. Family. Get away from them! What have you brought here, Doctor? Afterlife, second series of that coming up on Netflix as well. Um, that's the Ricky Gervais thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the, the, the sort of drama about, about grief. Um, uh, in terms of new dramas, the first one up is um, on Channel 4 and it starts January the 10th and it's called Deadwater Fell and David Tennant is in that. Last night something very sad happened. What did she do? This was locked. She had issues. I got her help. Did you see she had it in her? Did you do something like this? 
at you. This one, Deadwater Fell, it's sort of got uh, Broadchurch vibes about it. He plays um, a GP who lives in a small community, happily married to a teacher, and he survives a fire that kills his wife and three children and he instantly comes under suspicion. So it's a, it's a four-part drama that starts on Channel 4 quite soon. Another one that there's a lot of um, excitement about is um, Belgravia. Now, this is uh, Julian Fellow's big project for the year. He's the uh, Downton Abbey creator. It's on ITV. They've released a trailer, and it does look very Downton Abbey. It's a period drama. Uh, lots of posh people sort of drinking tea. And, um, and presumably set in Belgravia, set in Belgravia. Yeah, so it, it's about uh, rich families in Belgravia and, of course, lots, what, lots what, of It's what we need. What We need yes. more about yeah. the enormously rich, yeah. don't nice we? Nice frocks, big houses, yeah. That, yeah. that sort of thing. Do we have a right to hide from her that she has a grandson? We've hidden it for more than a quarter of a century. He's been told his father died in battle and his mother and childbirth, all of which is true. Do you ever wonder what he'd be like now? You look as if you've seen a ghost. Are you all right? You remind me of someone I used to know. Um, also coming up, well, the first new comedy um, that starts on BBC One, also on January the 10th, is um, that's, it's called King Gary. It's a British comedy. You've muted a street WhatsApp group, Stuart. What if there's some kind of emergency down here on the Crescent? Really? Like what? Like two BBQs on the same day. <sighs> Listen, um... Gary, Gary King. Gary, right, I mean, we've actually only invited, like, a handful of people from the Crescent, so... I love this Crescent. I have everyone on it. This had a pilot earlier in the year, and I'm I'm surprised it got commissioned because I don't think the pilot went down terribly well. <laughs> it wasn't um, actually that no, funny. Yeah. It's, it's, it's big Tom Davis, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so uh, it's a team behind uh, Murder and Successful. Actually, yeah. And I really like Tom Davis, and he's, he's, he's in his style. You have to call him Big Tom Davis. Big Sorry, Tom Davis. Claudia, because he is big. absolutely How big massive. Is he? What is he, six, I don't know, but he always is, always looks gigantic yeah. on screen. He plays a builder um, called Gary who lives in the shadow of his dad who was also a builder big actually and his his daddy's big gary um, right. that just confused things um it, it's a it's okay in places it's about um aspiration and social climbing and they live in a posh area of essex and people look down their nose at them it's a little bit like gavin and stacy gary and his wife terry reminded me a lot of pam and mick in gavin and stacy um and well, actually talking of comedies um curb your enthusiasm is coming oh quite soon that's as well. it Yeah. We, 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 can, we can forget everything else. Yeah, when is Kirby Enthusiasm Kinga. back? It, it, it will be in January and it'll be on Sky Atlantic, but there's no, right. no confirmed date yet. I think you can introduce me as a Renaissance man. Oh. A guy who speaks six languages. You want to impress people with lies? How else do you impress them? Brian, Kirby Enthusiasm, tell us your oh, feelings I, on that. I mean, I, I adore it, but the last ones that they... Made. Two years ago, yeah, like, yeah, weren't that great, were they? I, I was, I was actually rather just because I, you know, I'm a huge fan. Loved the yeah, the first the few series. Yeah, yeah, the early days were incredible. Uh, one of the funniest things I've ever seen on TV. But uh, I thought the, the the last few that they made a couple of years ago were just a bit we're disappointing. Not, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, one strong. of the things about Kirby Enthusiasm, the the plotting is absolutely brilliant. Nothing is wasted. So if you see a character yeah. drifting past the, the 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 camera early on, you know that they're going to have a significant part later on in the absolutely. series. I mean, it's absolutely yeah. brilliant. And given that it's all improvised, I don't quite know how they make the plot so significant yeah. and and, and yeah. intricate. It's yeah. it, it's amazing. Done. Um, 
This was the year, 2019 was the year that Netflix really yeah. broke. Uh, we saw The Crown mm-hmm. and uh, and then The Irishman came in, yeah. in, in later on. Are they going to dominate again in the new year, do you think? Well, they've got they've got so much money, so yeah, they are. I think they've th- been chucking money at Phoebe yeah, Waller-Bridge, haven't they? Yes. 30 million quid. Yeah. Oh, oh no, it wasn't them. Was it? it was, um, it was uh, Amazon, I think. Anyway, somebody oh, okay. has been chucking. Is, yes. is she coming up with something, do you know? Or is she just I, banking I, her money, spending time with her money? Yeah, because yeah. she, of course, has been drafted in to, to write the Bond, or at least to tickle the Bond script, because uh, Daniel Craig wanted her, uh, specifically asked for her, and in she came, and she has she's done a lot of work on the new Bond film. Oh. Which you haven't so, seen, uh, so we don't know if it's any good. Seen, so, yeah. no, but I'm sure with her, yeah, I mean, she, she's such a lovely writer, so I'm sure it's going to be funny and, you know, relevant, yeah. So uh, that's one thing that yeah. she's done. Well, now you know what's worth seeing, and thanks to Brian, Adrian and Claudia. And that's it from It's 2020. Thanks to all my guests, and thank you to you for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, email us at itsfriday at mailplus.co.uk. We'll be back next week and every week with your MailPlus briefings at mailplus.co.uk. But for now, I'm Jim White. Goodbye. <laughs>